Welcome to the Valleybrook Community Church Podcast, and thank you for joining us online today. You're about to hear a sermon from our Christmas Eve service entitled Peace, Joy, and Hope. To watch any of our previous messages or find all listening platforms, we encourage you to visit www.valleybrook.cc forward slash on demand. Enjoy. While working as a journalist for the Chicago Tribune, Lee Strobel was assigned to report on the struggles of an impoverished inner city family during the weeks leading up to Christmas. A devout atheist at the time, Strobel was surprised by the family's attitude in spite of their circumstances. He wrote about it saying, the Delgados, 60-year-old Perfecta and her granddaughters Lydia and Jenny had been burned out of their roach-infested tenement and now they were living in a tiny two-room apartment on the west side of Chicago. As I walked in, I couldn't believe how empty it was. There was no furniture, no rugs, nothing on the walls, only a small kitchen table and one handful of rice. That's it. It was virtually devoid of possessions. In fact, 11-year-old Lydia and 13-year-old Jenny owned only one short-sleeved dress each, plus one thin gray sweater between them. When they walked the half-mile to school through the biting cold, Lydia would wear the sweater part of the distance, and then she would take it off and hand it to her shivering sister who would wear it the rest of the way. But despite their poverty and their painful situation, and despite her own arthritis that kept Perfecta from working, she still talked confidently about her faith in Jesus. She was convinced that he had not abandoned them. I never sensed despair or self-pity in her home, he wrote. Instead, there was a gentle feeling of hope and peace. Strobel went on and completed his article, and then he moved on to some high-profile assignments. But when Christmas Eve arrived, he found his thoughts drifting back to the Delgados and their unflinching belief in God's providence. In his words, I continued to rest with with the irony of their situation. Here was a family that had nothing but faith and yet seemed happy. While I had everything I needed materially, but lacked faith, and inside I felt as empty and as barren as their apartment was. So in the middle of that slow news day on Christmas Eve, Strobel decided to pay a visit to the Delgados, and when he arrived, he was amazed at what he saw. Readers of his article had responded to the family's need in overwhelming fashion, filling that small apartment with donations. Once inside, Strobel encountered new furniture, new appliances and rugs, a large Christmas tree and stacks of wrapped presents, bags of food, and a large selection of warm winter clothing. Readers had even donated a generous amount of cash. But it wasn't the gifts that shocked Strobel. It was the family's response to those gifts. In his words, As surprised as I was by this outpouring, I was even more astonished by what my visit was interrupting. Perfecta and her granddaughters were getting ready to give away much of their newfound wealth. When I asked Perfecta why, she replied in her halting English, our neighbors are still in need. We cannot have plenty while they have nothing. 
This is what Jesus would want us to do. That blew me away. If I had been in their position at that time in my life, I would have been hoarding everything. I asked Perfecta what she thought about the generosity of the people who had sent all of these goodies. And again, her response astonished me. This is wonderful. This is very good, she said, gesturing toward all she had been given. But we did nothing to deserve this. It's a gift from God. But, she added, it's not the greatest gift. No, we celebrate that tomorrow. That is Jesus. To her, this child in the manger was the gift that meant everything. More than material possessions, more than comfort, more than security. And at that moment, something inside of me wanted desperately to know this Jesus because in a sense, I saw him in perfecta and her granddaughters. They had peace despite poverty while I had anxiety despite plenty. They knew the joy of generosity while I only knew the loneliness of ambition. They looked heavenward for hope while I only looked out for myself. They experienced the wonder of the spiritual while I was shackled to the shallowness of the material. And something made me long for what they had, or more accurately, for the one that they knew. Not long afterwards, Lee Strobel decided he wanted to find out more about this faith that Perfecta and her granddaughters had. And so he did what he knew best. As an investigative journalist, he began to investigate Christianity. And that investigation led him to believe in Jesus and there, like other followers of Jesus, he found peace, he found joy, and he found hope, and much more, which he wrote about in a book called The Case for Christmas. At Christmas, we celebrate that Jesus came to give us peace and joy and hope and more. If you're a follower of Jesus, you know this, but this year, more than ever, we need a reminder of these truths. And if you're curious about Jesus but not a follower, listen in and you can find out how you can have these things too. Jesus came to give everyone peace. The prophet Isaiah prophesied that a child would be born to the world. More specifically, a son who would be given to us who would be called, among other things, Prince of Peace. It seems we humans are always in need of peace. And I'm not just talking about the opposite of wars or conflicts. I'm talking about that sense that despite what is going on around us and what we're going through, whether it's headaches or hardships or hurts that we're experiencing, that peace reminds us that we're going to make it. The kind of peace that we will get through whatever it is we're experiencing. This pandemic is no exception. As soon as the world went into lockdown in March, people were afraid, but followers of Jesus could turn to him and to the Bible, and both of those would tell them about the hope and the peace that they have in Jesus and not to be afraid. Jesus never tried to gloss over the difficulties of life on earth. He said, in this world you will have troubles, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Jesus tells us to have no fear because he brings us peace. 
In scripture, we read this. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Jesus is the Prince of Peace who will give us peace in any circumstance. So in the midst of the most uncertain and even the scariest year of your lives, you can trust in Jesus and have this hope. Now Jesus also came to give everyone joy. Look, if we're honest, sometimes life can be dark and dreary and very joyless. But for those who have faith in Jesus, they have discovered joy. Through Jesus, we know that we are loved, that we are accepted, that we have received the promise of heaven and that we have found a purpose for our life in following him. All of those things bring joy to this life, a joy that cannot be dispelled even in the darkest of days. Knowing this helps us understand what the Bible means when it says that the joy of the Lord is your strength. When we know the joy that comes from faith in God, that joy gives us strength when life is hard and dreary. In fact, Jesus tells us that he wants us to have joy and he tells us how to find it saying this, as the father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. Now, this is not an off-the-cuff statement. In other places in Scripture, it talks about having complete joy in Jesus this is not a fleeting joy like we experience when the novelty of a new gift wears off. It's the constant joy of knowing no matter what, we are loved and accepted by God who demonstrated that to us in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. It's the joy of knowing that he has empowered us with the promise of eternal life and a purpose for our lives, knowing that forever joy that we will have with him. In Jesus, we have peace and we have joy and we have one last thing. Jesus came to give all of us hope. Jesus gives us hope because we know that we will walk through whatever life throws at us with Jesus, even going through a global pandemic. He gives us hope that we will make it through and reach the other side. He gives us hope because he takes away our fear and gives us peace. He gives us hope because he gives us joy no matter how dark things get. He gives us hope because he loves us and accepts us. He gives us hope because he has a future for us. He gives us hope because through faith, he gives us eternal life. Because of Jesus' death and resurrection from the dead, sin and death have been defeated for us. And for anyone who believes in Jesus now, he gives them a new life on this earth with all the things that we've talked about, and he gives us eternal life. In Jesus, we find peace, joy, and hope. 
And by giving us these things, he is the light in the darkness of this world and everything that we're going through. And he dispels whatever darkness comes our way. If you want to have this peace, this joy, this hope, you can. Just tell God that you believe in Jesus and that you want to follow him. Thank him that Jesus died to pay the price for your sins and that Jesus rose from the grave to defeat sin and death and ask him to fill you with his spirit as you follow him every day. In fact, right now, I'm going to invite you to turn to a time of prayer with me, and I'm going to give you some words that you can put in your own words and pray them back to God, one phrase at a time. So wherever you are, if you'd bow your heads and close your eyes. God, we thank you so much that you love us enough to send Jesus to the earth. Thank you that you sent him to pay the price for our sins. We accept his forgiveness. We believe that not only did he die, but he rose again to defeat sin and death. And now we want to follow him all the days of our lives. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. If you made that decision to pray that prayer tonight, a decision to believe in and to follow Jesus, we want to send you a gift. So send us an email at connect at valleybrook.cc and we'll send you a copy of Lee Strobel's book, The Case for Christmas. Thank you for listening to our podcast. It is our sincere hope that it has blessed you. For more information, visit our website at www.valleybrook.cc. 